Okay. Joseph was trembling. Be polite and honest. The pilot offered him an encouraging smile. And you'll do just fine. He pressed an intercom button beside one of the doors. Mr. Waldstein, I have Dr. Joseph Oliveira here for you. Joseph looked in a small mirror on the wall beside the door. He straightened his tie, patted down a wayward coil of black hair, and wished he'd done a better job of trimming his dark beard this morning. A small green light winked on above the double doors. You can go through, said the pilot. Joseph pushed the doors inwards, and his feet clacked off linoleum onto soft carpet. Daylight flooded into a circular room from all sides. Joseph found himself squinting back at the glare. He could just about make out a head and a pair of shoulders silhouetted against one of the large floor-to-ceiling panels of glass that made up the walls of the penthouse. Joseph shaded his eyes with a hand as he walked slowly over. Mr. Waldstein? The room was large, forty, perhaps fifty feet in diameter. His eyes beginning to adjust, Joseph noted a bed on one side, a desk, several cardboard boxes full of papers, but nothing else. A very empty space. Closer now, he could see a little more detail the distinctive shock of wavy, wiry, uncontrollable hair, the narrow shoulders. It is an honor to meet you, Mr. Waldstein. The silhouette shifted and turned. He'd been gazing out of the window at New York. They say Lady Liberty walks on water now. Joseph had no idea at all what he meant by that. His dumbfounded shrug gave him away. Waldstein chuckled. Sorry, I confused you. I'm referring to the Statue of Liberty. Liberty Island and the plinth she stands on are all below sea level. He spread his hands. So, it looks like she's actually walking on water. Oh, Joseph nodded. I understand. Joseph struggled with the infernal word. He felt his cheeks burn hot as he wrestled with the S and shook his head angrily. The word was left unfinished. I am... I apologize. I have a problem with... Stammering? Waldstein gestured to a chair. Don't worry about it. It's not important. Take a seat. Joseph sat down. Waldstein flipped open a folder and flicked through some pages of printed paper. Dr. Jose Oliveira? I anglicize my name to Joseph, Mr. Waldstein. It, uh... People assume there's a language barrier if your name's... Sounds foreign? He scratched his chin self-consciously. I talk in English just as easily as my native... Spanish? Joseph nodded gratefully at being saved the trouble of speaking the word. Dr. Joseph Oliveira, you're arguably one of the most knowledgeable people on genetically imprinted artificial intelligence. Be confident, Joseph. I am. It seems you've done very impressive work for some leading military contractors, working on genetically engineered combat units being trialed right now by the U.S. military? Right. And it says here that you are a firm supporter of the anti-time travel movement? I am. Waldstein sat forward, his eyes unblinkingly on his. I'd like you to tell me why. Waldstein was testing him. Anyone with a scientific background understands this. Temporal dis...
Joseph abandoned the word. He took a breath to steady his nerves, to settle his stammer. Time travel theory is potentially the most lethal technology ever invented. Theoretically, it has the kinetic energy to be the end of, well, of everything. Waldstein said nothing. He obviously wanted to hear more from him. I believe, Mr. Waldstein, very much so that there are some things that should never be fooled around with. In the pursuit of knowledge, there are some doors that should remain firmly closed. If there is a God, if there is a God, then this technology, this knowledge should be for him and him alone. I believe this. He paused and realized the next thing he was planning on saying would be tremendously stupid. Hadn't that pilot specifically warned him not to mention this? And now am I going to do just that? His heart.